Ayers on the Road, Parenting in a Modern World. Here's Richard and Linda Iyer. Hello and merry, merry, merry Christmas from Ayers on the Road. We are excited tonight because we are going to a very special concert, and it's something that has been a family tradition for a long time in our family, and we're going to tell you all about it. Now, we have some trepidation on this because just the other day, Linda, we were, you're going to laugh when you remember this, we were with a woman who said, oh, the worst thing about Christmas is all those traditions. What you've got to do is you've got to cut out all those traditions because there's so many of them. They take all our time and we don't have any time left. We're just one tradition after another. And she was hilarious. She also said, I've got to figure it out. She was older. They're like maybe 70. And um, she said, what I've got to figure out is you just get all your kids married and then send them to the in-laws. It simplifies Christmas a whole lot. (laughs) That's just the opposite of most people saying, like, who are these in-laws? They're taking our kids away from us at Christmas. But we were just sitting there with our mouths hanging open because we, we talk about traditions all the time. We call traditions the glue that holds families together. And it's the first time we'd ever heard someone say, you just got to get rid of all those traditions, and then you'll have a real Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) But there is something to that. We do complicate our lives with way too much sometimes at Christmas. And we were with another mother who had just two children, but she said, I just love Christmas so much, and I do it up, and I love it. And if you love it, do it. But if it is totally stressful for you... Figure out how to cut out some things and leave the things that are really important. But my point was that we we would not suggest an additional Christmas tradition to our listeners, to you, if it wasn't really, really a good one. But I think of all the traditions we've been involved with, this is kind of the one that had, or at least one of the ones that really got traction. And and the reason I know that is because now that our kids are grown and gone and have their own families, they're all carrying on with this same tradition. And the other reason I like it so much is it's a tradition that attacks the biggest problem of Christmas for parents and families, and that is the sort of gimme, gimme, gimme mentality that let's make a list and let's, let's be sure Santa brings us everything we want and getting, getting, getting. And and where's the spirit of giving? All parents worry about that. And so if there is a, a tradition that kind of leads away from the getting, away from the selfishness, away from the what's Santa going to bring me mentality, and gets to a spirit of giving on Christmas, almost any parent would want that, don't you think, Linda? I do think that, and I, I think it's so important to keep that in kids' minds as you get ready for Christmas. Most of you are ready now, but um, there are some that are still getting ready. And actually, the idea we're going to give you tonight is something that you just need to write down, take notes on, and do next year. It's probably too late this year to do it, but it is has been so fun for us. But let me just say that it is so important to teach your kids that giving is the best part of Christmas and to be sure that they have spent some time and some money of their own on buying gifts for their siblings and uh, doing things that are really uh, meaningful as far as giving. But this one is a little different way of giving. Absolutely. And and we've already kind of spilled the, the, the beans here because we've just told you we're on our way to a concert. And so, but let's go back in time and sort of tie all this together. 
a long time ago, way far away, in a little house where Linda and Richard Iyer were raising their little children, and we only had two or three, I guess maybe we had four by the time this idea first started. And we were like so many parents trying to think, how do we get our kids more involved in giving? And of course, the natural thing that comes to mind is let's do something for less fortunate kids. Let's go visit an orphanage. Let's go help at a soup kitchen. Let's do a sub for Santa. Let's do something that gets our kids feeling the joy of giving. All of which is good. All all of which is great. But that particular year, we, I mean, some of our kids were just getting far enough along in their music lessons, piano and violin primarily, that we wanted to have a little Christmas concert. We wanted to have some neighbors over and, you know, give our kids and, and others perhaps in the area a little bit of a chance to perform, to, you know, do something with the music lessons. We wanted to get something out of all the money we were spending. Well, we did. I mean, we had spent a fortune. We had um, probably 11, 9, 7, 5-year-olds who were all doing music lessons, violin and some piano. We had, you know, everything by the time we got through trumpet, drums, which is the worst. And, you know, there really were a lot. There was a lot of time and effort going into practicing. And we thought, well, they really need to use their talent to help other people. Yeah, that was the breakthrough right there, is saying, why, instead of just having a little Christmas concert so we can all sing carols and get the Christmas spirit, how about going a step further and really developing this, the Christmas spirit of giving by simply having the parents who come to hear their kids play pay an admission charge, or not an admission per se, but donate to a big box. We'll put a big donation box there. And we will make it clear that the donated money is the kids' money. The kids earned this money. You're donating to them. They're the performers. It's now their money. And they, in turn, are going to give this money to less fortunate children. And at that time, we had a real specific project in mind. We did. Our neighbors came to us. And, and we were living in a really in a nice neighborhood. We have to admit that. to people who had some nice things and and a nice lifestyle. And one of our neighbors came who had been involved in a project in Bolivia, and he said, we are working so hard on this. We've just been down there. We've realized that we can build a whole school, a cinder block school, just a one-room schoolhouse for $1,000. In a little village in Bolivia. Right. And that was a long time ago. Maybe, I don't know, the prices have gone up since then. But at that time, it was manageable. And so he said, is there any way you could help us? And we thought, well, we could just, you know, contribute some money. But, but then this had been rolling around in our minds anyway about having the kids contribute and use their talents and so on. And an idea was born. We thought, let's have a neighborhood concert, have the kids prepare their Christmas numbers since they've been practicing on them anyway and have a reason to play them for somebody, and then have the parents contribute to this great cause, which we explained in detail and so on. And um, we we weren't sure people would go for it, but I'm telling you, it was standing room only. I'll never forget that first concert. Well, what we learned is anytime you want to attract a crowd for anything, just get kids to participate and the parents will come to watch their own kids. And the parents will pay to watch their own kids. And so, you know, make a long story short, that, that we, we ended up calling it the Children for Children. Christmas concert. 
And we we went to great lengths, I'm remembering this as we talk, Linda, to explain, first of all, to the parents, that this was not just a little Christmas concert. This was This had the purpose of raising money, but not just a donation. The kids raised the money by showing their talents and their performance, and that that money was going to go to build this school in Bolivia, and also explaining in in real detail to the kids, look, this is the town, this is the village, here's a picture of it. They don't have a school. These children have no school to go to. They have no books. They have nothing. What we're going to do, what you're going to do by using your talents is to raise money, and then you as children are going to send that money to build a school for these children who have nothing. And, you know, it really caught on. It wasn't just our kids. It was the kids from the whole neighborhood. And and everyone wanted to participate. Yeah. Some, some didn't have a musical number, right. so they did something else. Right. I mean, if they were artists, they brought art projects, and we put them up on the wall so people could admire them. If they were dancers, they we made enough space on the floor to do a little dance. And if they were... Um, Drummers, oh, wow, that was a hard one, putting uh, a drum set in there. But it, it worked. I mean, we did a poem, a short story that they'd done, or something that was really creative. Um, anything like that was just perfectly wonderful, that part of the concert. So thinking back, I think every kid in, in our neighborhood did something. They all participated. Well, I do have to say, we I'll never forget that first concert, because it was kind of a... It was so happy, but it was also a little sad thing that happened with the little girl. While she was playing the piano, our kids had put too much stuff in the piano bench. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. Like too many books and too many hymn books and stuff. And they and she sat down on the piano, and the bottom of the piano bench, the, the bottom of the piano bench started falling out. I mean, it was going down, 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 and people were... They couldn't help it. They were kind of giggling. <laughs> the little kid wasn't going down, but the, the music no. was falling out while she was trying to play. What a memory you've got. Oh, her. my goodness. Our kids will never forget that because that poor little girl thought it was something she was doing. And then we had her stand up at the end and look at what had happened while she was playing. And then she laughed, too. But it was just really memorable. There are so many memorable things now that have happened since that time. And we're going to go into maybe some details in the second half of the show about um, consequence, consequences of, of their good deeds, but also consequential um, Children for Children concerts. Well, what happened that, that night, and, and you know, this is going back a lot of years now, but uh, during the last couple of numbers, we totaled it up, and indeed, we had exceeded the $1,000 we needed. So at the end of the evening, we announced that these children... I think the oldest one was not more than 10 or 11. These children in the neighborhood have raised. Uh, they now have raised through their talents enough money to build this school in Bolivia, and it's going to happen. And a cheer went up, and those kids were so proud of what they'd done, and the parents were cheering for the kids. And it was a really beautiful moment. It was so beautiful that we... If I remember right, Linda, you'll have to correct me, but I think we decided right then this is going to be the annual Children for Children Christmas concert. We're going to do this every year, and we're going to find a cause. Maybe it'll be a local cause sometimes, a halfway house in our own community or whatever. But it's always going to be children that we're going to help, and our children are going to raise the money to help poor children somewhere in the world. That was a lot of years ago, and now in the 
after this short break, we're going to tell you about a concert that we're going to tonight uh, that our daughter and her children have organized. Actually, her son has done all the emailing, all of the information has been sent out by him. It's going to be so fun to see what happens. So So we'll be right back after a short break and give you some more detail on the Children for Children Christmas concert tradition. Ayers on the Road, parenting in a modern world. Here's Richard and Linda Iyer. And we're back. And we're about, as soon as we finish the show, to step into the Children for Children concert in Ogden, Utah, that our oldest daughter, Saren, has organized this year. And we'll tell you more about that in a minute. But we have to say that um, some a couple of years ago, we have a daughter uh, in Arizona who has a, a youngest daughter with a syndrome. And one year, they did a children children concert to raise money for research for this Bardet Beetle syndrome, which her youngest daughter has, which involves blindness between 9 and 15 usually, and obesity and some other issues and so on. And they just needed money for some research. So they did a wonderful concert at their home in Gilbert, Arizona. This year, um, our daughter in Boston... Um, whose children are really becoming quite proficient musically, and that does improve as the kids get older. Um, they organize, their oldest is now 11, I think, but they, they are terrific musicians, and they know terrific musicians. So they had a wonderful concert. The mayor came. It was in the newspaper, and they raised $1,700 for Care for Life, which is a program in Africa that is incredible. In Mozambique. Now, you may say, well, where do you get all these crazy places that you're sending money to? You know, one of the great byproducts of sort of thinking ahead and saying every year we're going to do this Children for Children concert is you start becoming conscious of potential opportunities of places where you could get a lot of bang for your buck on, on that money that the children raise. And a lot of times, of course, it'll be a third world country where money goes a long way. And it'll help your kids to start thinking more globally, to start thinking more out of their bubble, to start looking for a possible place where they might raise money that will help other children. And the one we're going to tonight, our oldest daughter, Saren, served her LDS mission in Bulgaria. And one of the things she did while she was there as a missionary is work in an orphanage. The orphanages in Eastern Europe, especially at that time, were really terrible horrendous. places, horrendous places. Wow. And so when she got home, one of the first thoughts she had was, how can we continue to help in these orphanages, especially the ones we've actually been in as missionaries? And then once she had a family and once her kids started growing up, now every year she does this Children for Children concert and the money goes to a group that she's helped to start called One Heart Bulgaria, a nonprofit organization that helps in some specific ways in some of these improving but still pretty dire orphanages in Sofia, Bulgaria. Well, actually, she visited there. She's been working at this along with some wonderful friends who were also there with her um, as missionaries, but they've come home and organized a wonderful group, this One Heart 
Bulgaria. But she actually went back at one point with one of her friends, and she was seven months pregnant with twins. Now, that was crazy. Yeah, we uh, we tried to talk our daughter out of that. We said, you don't want to be traveling when you've got, you know, five or six weeks till these twins are going to be born. But she did. She And she had a wonderful trip. And she took video, and she got pictures. And so now at these concerts every year, we have video and beautiful music. Um, the Kurt Bester song that rips your heart out every time you hear it about the prayer of the children. And uh, she shows that every year, and it is just so heartrending that you cannot help but contribute to these poor little children who are. Um, when they started, they were they were with broken windows, the snow coming in the windows, with mush, three meals a day or two meals a day. If they were lucky, they got three. And um, it really is amazing to be able to see firsthand what they're actually doing. And I, and I should add too that the one that her this um, daughter in Boston who's doing Care for Life. The reason we knew about that is because one of our sons married a wonderful woman, and they'd both worked in New York City for 10 years, and they were sick of it, of the rat race, and they took a one-year honeymoon, humanitarian honeymoon, and went to Mozambique and then on into on to India. But this Care for Life is, is based in Mozambique, and it is a program that is incredible. We know every penny goes to not only just giving people but helping them sustain themselves. Now, you may say, well, why tell us about this Children for Children concert when it's only a few days before Christmas? And obviously, we don't have time to organize anything like that for this Christmas. Actually, the reason we wanted to do it, the obvious reason is that it's Christmas and it's the Christmas spirit. But the reason we wanted to do it a year ahead of when you might consider having this type of concert in your own neighborhood with your own children is it'll take a year to sort of think about what the cause is that you're most interested in and to talk to your kids about it. I mean, sometimes the anticipation on these things and the lead-up to them is more instructive and more beneficial to our kids than the actual event. So, for example, our daughter's kids who are going to be with in just a few minutes tonight have been thinking, you know, how do we raise this money? How do we get it to Bulgaria? What do we earmark it for? What things do those kids need most in that orphanage? And it's that kind of thinking that really gets kids out of their bubble. Now, when we walk in there in a few minutes, Linda, it won't be our daughter conducting. It'll be Isaac. It'll be the 11-year-old, or excuse me, the the 13-year-old who will be conducting the program, and he'll start off, we know this because we've it was his brother, Ashton, who conducted it last year. And he'll, Isaac will start off tonight by telling a little about the orphanage in Bulgaria, showing some video clips and so on, and then making it clear, reiterating again to the children who are performing, we as children are putting on this concert to raise money for other children who are much less fortunate than we are. And, and that'll really put people in a special mood and... I swear, Linda, the music is better than it would be otherwise just because these kids are actually thinking that they're doing it as a contribution to other children. Right, and I also have to be sure that our listeners know that they don't have to go to Africa or, you know, India or wherever it is or Bolivia. They can go downtown Salt Lake City or downtown Ogden or downtown wherever you live in 
uh, in Utah, if that's where you are, or wherever you live across the country, there are places that are well-organized that can tell you what the needs are, and you can get your ch- kids down there looking into the real needs. There are so many immigrants that are coming in every year. Uh, it was Russians when our kids were little. Right now, I think it's Somalia. It's really interesting that there are so many needy people who could use our help and who are desperate for it. And the kids, once they get the picture and the vision of what they're doing, it's the most exciting thing. Well, and and it could be something as simple as a sub for Santa. You might just have a couple of families that you know of that need help, and you might be raising the money from the concert simply to give them a good Christmas. They could be down the street. They could be uh, across the the neighborhood from from you. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be thousands of dollars. I mean, hundreds of dollars would do a lot of good. A couple of hundred dollars would do a lot of good for a lot of families. So, so again, to reiterate, I mean, you, a lot of a lot of us have done sub for Santas in various situations, and it's a wonderful thing no matter what. But contrast the difference of a sub for Santa when the kids get very involved, but they're using their parents' money to buy the things and then delivering them to the needy family. That's that's a wonderful thing. But it adds a whole new dimension to the child's psyche, to the child's mentality. If the child is, is involved himself or herself in raising the money. Now this is not dad and mom's money. This is money I raised through the use of my talents I through earned. this concert. I earned it. And now I'm giving my money to these children and helping them. And, and again, you can't emphasize it too much, the, the name, Children for Children Christmas Concert. Right. It just gets us back to thinking about how can I help my children learn to give instead of always worrying about what to get. And, you know, years ago we realized... Um, or a stark situation when I was overwhelmed with Christmas trying to fill those lists of 10 things that our age kid wanted and we had five or six kids. It was crazy. And I realized how important it was to simplify, cut back, and it's too late this year, but next year, slash the number of things they can ask for. Several of our kids just tell their kids that Santa can only bring one nice gift to each child and that there are two or three things they, two or three things they can request from parents. I mean, maybe you already do that. Maybe that's beyond your understanding and you don't want to do that because you love giving gifts to your kids at Christmas. You have to work that out yourself. But it is really so important to turn this whole Christmas thing around and remember that the giving is more important than the getting. Now, one thing that I will promise you, and I'm getting excited now because when we walk into this little concert in a few minutes, you're going to get several things as a member of an audience in one of these Children for Children concerts. One is you're going to hear some really talented kids who who really perform some beautiful numbers. The other thing I can guarantee is there's going to be some funny moments. <laughs> there's going to be some, some kids who have no business <laughs> trying to perform anything, but they're there and they're into the spirit of it. Right, and, and, and there's going to be some glitches in the electronics and their, you know, their dance music isn't going to work and the audience is always very, you know, very supportive and we'll just wait. And But then there are others that are a little more polished, like the ones they did in Boston this year. So, you know, it just depends on your neighborhood and what your kids can do, but, you know, that everybody can do something. Yeah, now, in order to uh, put our money where our mouth is, so to speak, or actually 
demonstrate that what we're talking about is not just a theory and not just some little thing that we're that we're just spinning off as a as a story. We are going to uh, take some footage of this Children for Children concert that we're going in on tonight, and it'll be posted. The links to this will be posted on byuradio.org. And so you'll be able to go on the byuradio.org site to our show, Ayers on the Road, and there you'll be able to click and connect to some YouTube videos that show some of these kids here in Ogden, Utah, doing their talent. And we'll try to do a little a little footage also of uh, Isaac, who is our grandson, who will be conducting, and his explanation of how great it is to be able to raise money and try to help kids who have less. And we'll post that. And uh, we want to get you in the habit, by the way, of going to byu.org every chance you get and there we'll always try to have something there benjamin our good producer will help us with this and we'll always try to have some visuals or some things that'll tie into what we're talking about for that week so look forward to that and as we finish this show and head off to our concert linda let's just say merry christmas to all you parents one of the great blessings of parenthood and of having little kids around your home is you get in on the magic of Christmas, and that will go away to an extent when those kids go away. Yeah, we don't want to leave that out. I'm so glad you brought that up because Santa is magic. It's just it's mystical, magical, and, you know, just let them believe whatever they do for as long as they do, and we have another whole show we could do on, on that, but... It really is so fun. We have a man here sitting in the in the car who actually wrote letters back to the children when they wrote to him at the North Pole. Who are you talking about? Pictures, illustrations that are a treasure, family treasure. So enjoy the magic of Christmas and have a great one yourself. Thanks for listening. Think about a Children for Children concert next year in your own family, in your own neighborhood. And for now, Merry Christmas from us to your house. And we'll see you next week on Ayers on the Road. Bye-bye.